All right, and welcome to this special episode of Real Estate Fight Club. This is a series called What Would You Do?, where we discuss professional standards, committee cases, and code of ethics violations. Here with me today is Jim Camarada from Keller Williams in Minnesota. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jennifer. How are you today? I'm excited for our topic today because you said that you learned something new, which doesn't happen often. I feel like you know all the rules. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about knowing all the rules, but I did learn something new from this uh, this case study. So, all right, uh, tell us about it. Anything? All right. Well, uh, there was an agent who was charged with um, a violation of a, of one of the codes. Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, but at the hearing, he kept on getting asked questions in order to provide clarity and defend himself, and he just kept on responding that he was not guilty. Okay. And, you know, the questions kept on coming and he just would not respond and just kept on saying, that's like, I'm not going well, funny. You should mention that because the, uh, the chair of the committee said, this is not a true court of law. You don't have the right of claiming the fifth amendment. Okay. You know, that doesn't exist in our ethics proceedings that just doesn't do you have to answer the questions because i'm a firm believer and just because somebody asks you a question does not mean that you have to answer it are you obligated by the code to answer the questions asked funny should ask (laughs) hey we're not going to make this easy uh article 14 if charged with unethical practice or asked to present evidence or to cooperate in any other way in a professional standards proceeding or investigation, realtors shall place all pertinent facts before the proper tribunals of the member board or affiliated institute, society, or council in which membership is held and shall take no action to disrupt or obstruct such processes. But you said should, you didn't say must. But the last sentence, so should and must are not the same, right? Right. And should doesn't mean that you must, but you can't, that last part seems like you can't knowingly lie, like you you can't lie, but but can you not say anything? Read read it again. (laughs) This is a good one. I feel like I should get a law law degree. Yeah if charged, uh, shall place all pertinent facts before the proper tribunals or council with membership is in which membership is held and shall take no action to disrupt or obstruct such processes. I guess you are technically obstructing it because you're not presenting your facts. Yeah. And, and here's what I've observed over time. I've, I've sat through, I don't know how many different, uh, uh, panel reviews of ethical, alleged ethical violations. And the person who has the best documentation, whether it's text messages, copies, or emails, or paper trails, or the whole scenario with a a timeline, the person who has the best documentation usually comes out on top. I mean, that makes sense. And here, and in here, we're not this episode, we're not necessarily, we're not talking about a specific case per se, but just like, if you, if you are brought to the ethics, the board, like what, 
what are you allowed to do and not do, or what are some options or whatever? That's what we're talking about today. Yeah. And membership in an organization requires that if, if you join and you become a member and you're paying your dues, you follow the rules. But it, here's the thing, Jim, we and this is probably off topic. Well, it is off topic. It's a forced membership. It's a it's a monopolized right. three-way agreement. You could argue that point. That you're right. That's way off topic. Okay, let's come back. I'm going to redirect. Let me get my soapbox broken down. Okay. <laughs> but right. if you are accused of something, if you're brought to the board by whoever, it is your because you're a member. You cannot, but you actually, let me back up. You don't actually have to attend, correct? Well, here's, we're, we're getting in that, we're getting closer. Okay. So here's what the chairperson of this uh, committee did. He said, you know, uh, would you like us to amend? And I think we need to amend this whole process and uh, include violation of Article 14 because you're not answering any of these other questions. And, and you're so obligated to not obstruct the proceedings, which yeah. not answering is, an, it's kind of like not saying something is, omission is also a lie. It's like in the same vein, right? Yeah, yeah. And so the, the chairperson gave this agent two options. One, we can uh, postpone it and move it out and, and reschedule it. And the second is, if you want, we can also get a whole new panel or we can keep the same panel. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? Well, the agent said, all right, yeah, I'll postpone it so I can pull my stuff together. I'm fine with the same panel members. Okay. All right. So that was that agent's choice and accepted. And um, they but moved forward with, they, they closed down the, the hearing and took a break for the agent to because he at that point he was in violation of the article by not answering the question but my question to you well actually let's take a break because as you know i have a lot more questions let's take a commercial break (laughs) i want to tell you about two of our favorite partners uh one is everybody knows that they're supposed to be so posting on social media and everybody freaks out that they don't know what to post well my favorite co-host monica weekly has fix that problem for you. And she has a free service called ghost poster where every day, Monday through Friday, she will send you something that you can post and you literally copy and paste it until you get your life together and figure out how to post yourself. So go to ghostposter.com, G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R, no E.com. And you can get that for free. Our other one is we have been, people are asking us, how are we getting leads? Everybody wants leads. So our number one inbound lead source right now is Pipeline Pro Tools. And what they're offering for our list for you is that if you go to pipelineprotools.com slash fight club, you can get a free demo. You can also get our playbook for free if you complete the demo. And then what they'll do is they'll show you what you need to do in order to get the number of deals that you're wanting. And if you decide you want to do that, you can. So go to pipelineprotools.com slash fight club. All right, Jim. So my question was, when do, if you have, like, if you have a hearing, do you have to show up for it? Well, here's what happened. Uh, One day prior to the hearing, the agent called and said, 
I'm not showing up. Okay. And so the hearing panel decided to still meet, follow okay. the procedures. The complainant presented his or her case, and then they uh, they shut it down. They went into executive session, and here's how they uh, uh, they reacted. They they discussed that respondents in ethics cases are not not required to attend hearings, defend themselves, and answer questions. Okay. Unless oh. a specific and direct request to do so in order to remain compliant with Article 14. So this agent, by his or her actions, violated Article 14, and that's what they found him or her in violation of. Article 14. But that wasn't the original violation. In no, this it wasn't. Case. It okay. Wasn't. And, you know, what they did with the other alleged violations, I don't know. That's not in the case study. Uh, but what I learned is that, number one, you don't have to be present. But why would you not want to be present? But there's a lot of people that maybe you don't present well. Maybe you're mm -hmm. nervous. Maybe you are guilty of the violation. <laughs> maybe you're not like, do you know yeah. what I mean? There's a lot of people out there that they're like, well, I mean, I'm not going to take my time to go to this. It's going to, they're going to do what they're going to do. And even if I went like, it wouldn't make a difference. So why would I waste my time? You know well, what I mean? Yeah. And, and in the few rare cases where some of my agents have occasionally been charged, mm -hmm. I am sitting right next to them. Yeah, but it depends on and the I violation. It depends on the. I coach them. I help them to simmer down. You know sure. what questions to answer, how to answer it, what you might get asked, and how can you defend yourself if you are the one being charged with something. But don't you okay. think that's like a case by case? Yes. Like there, there are some times where showing mm. up won't help. <laughs> Absolutely. Or will be neutral. And I yeah. think if it's neutral or won't help, then you're better off not showing up. Unless, like you said, there's a request for you to do so. Yeah, but we rely on facts. So we have to have factual data. And in the last one that I just sat on a couple of weeks ago, uh, the complainant could not prove sufficiently that the agent was in violation. They just couldn't. They didn't. Have so in that case, if the um, <clears throat> if the complainant is complaining and they don't have sufficient like evidence to show that the other agent was in violation, yeah. I mean, if the other agent didn't show up, that still would have been the case, right? Or is what they or is or is the complainant automatically taken? Is it fact then? Yeah, we rely on the facts. You know, give us the facts. Give us the timelines. But give that's us not facts. relevant if the other party shows up, though, right? Yeah, but you don't have a chance to defend yourself if you're being charged with something. And no matter how nervous I would be, I would want to defend myself. If I deep down believe I am not guilty of what you're charging me with, I want to defend but myself. What if you deep down believe that the person accusing you is an idiot and there's no way they have zero evidence. And now all you're doing is wasting my time and take, <laughs> and you're taking up my time on what I could be doing, generating leads and helping customers for this bullshit. And it's not even, you have no evidence to it. So why would I show up? 
still got it. Uh, I don't want that on my record. What? I don't want any of that on my record. I've I've had a clean record for decades. I don't want any of that. You know, it, it, the person charging me could be the biggest <clears throat> uh, proctologist uh, in the world, but uh, I'm going to protect myself. And if I'm nervous, I'm going to have to use some, you know, mm, techniques yeah. to get myself calm. <clears throat> and are there, let me ask you this, are there people that, are there certain people that complain more often than others? I don't know because I don't hear every single case. So I, I, I can't answer that. I really don't know. Uh, but there are I people who feel- I want to know who the title but no, they've been, <laughs> no, they feel they've been aggrieved. Yeah, of course. And I will ask my agents, how much do you want to pursue this? Because it is time consuming. You have to prepare your, your, your complaint. You've got to have the documentation. You've got to go through the emotional. That's what I'm saying. So like it through what could be that last one was three and a half hours. Right. Plus getting there and it's too much. So like if if somebody complains against me, do I get the evidence that they're presenting prior to the hearing? Yes. Okay. So if I look at the, if I look at the evidence and I'm like, this is trash, there's nothing here. Then, and if I make the decision, like, well, there's nothing here and I don't go, then if let's say the hearing board decides that there is something there, do I get to appeal or is what they say kind of the final? Good question. I would have to seek uh, legal counsel on that one because I don't have the rule book for those kinds of things. But uh, but it's not a legal uh, proceeding, right? No, it's not a legal proceeding, but they do have procedures that they have to follow. And, and an attorney's in charge of the procedures. Yeah. Yeah. One of our legal counsel members from the board. Um, but usually an appeal, if something gets overturned, is based on something that wasn't done procedurally correct. Are you allowed or new, to or new information? Are or you allowed to send either a letter or like a proxy to read the letter in your place? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Look, if it's trash, I don't want to go, but I see your point about like, well, you'd want to defend yourself, but if you could write something up and then have somebody else go. Sure. Yeah. You can, you can enter it as evidence and that could be read by say the attorney that's uh, facilitating the proceeding and say that, you know, I was not able to attend for whatever reason. It doesn't matter. Do you even have to state a reason? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I would see counsel on that. But, I'd be uh, like, because it's a there. waste of time. That's why I'm not coming. It's crap. It's wasting your time too. And I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's hard to translate. <laughs> you could send a picture of lighting it on fire. Send a video of lighting the grievance, print it out, right? Light it on uh, fire. Send yeah. That'll win your favor. Trash. <laughs> that'll win your favor. <laughs> I'm not trying to win favor. Jennifer. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> funny dude well that's a really i hope people found this helpful hopefully nobody's in this situation right but i think it is important for people to know like what kind of their rights are because it, it i imagine is pretty nerve-wracking to get something that you're in violate somebody else thinks you're in violation of something i can imagine that most people feel like they're not right mm-hmm. 
So sometimes they really, sometimes they have admitted guilt. I've, I've, yeah, and oh, if yeah, you're I, just admitting guilt, all the more reason yeah, not to go. Yeah, just be I, like, yeah, that's what happened. I, I agree. I throw myself on the, uh, you know, mea culpa, mea culpa, yeah. mea culpa. Please forgive me. I'll never do it again. That's it. You know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've sat through some some hearings that I'm sitting there going, dude, right. <laughs> no matter how much you beg for mercy, you're stupid. <laughs> well, you know, that you know happens. What you're doing. Yeah. Oh well. Well, Jim, that was a really good, interesting uh rule book. I I'm guess. Liked it. <laughs> yeah. What um if people have a referral for you in Minnesota, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, uh, you can either email me or text me or call me, uh, call or text at 612-562-7461 or email me at jimcamarada at kw.com. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.